0: Today we will talk about one of the biggest parts of Aristotle's work, one of the most fundamental parts of philosophy, which is the treatise on metaphysics. Um, a couple of notes first about you know, like his works. These, what you would call a treatise or like a book, uh, are in general not that long, some of them. Uh, the metaphysics is 180 pages, which is one of the longer ones. Physics, uh, the first part of physics is 130 pages, politics is 150, the ethics is about 150 pages, um, and then the natural sciences is about well, 1250 pages. So uh, the metaphysics is about 180, it has 14 books, or you might think of them as chapters with sections. Um, this is one of the most complicated parts of Aristotle. Uh, as a philosopher, he is known to be very practical, kind of down-to-earth, descriptive, uh, and giving you uh, an explanation for, for things you can see, the concrete stuff, and then uh, practical advice. But the <laughs> metaphysics part is a little bit different than most of his other work. Uh, he also calls it the first philosophy, because it goes deeper than all the other topics of it concerns itself with kind of the, the deepest of the thinking and deepest of the reality. Like what is the first? He's, he talks a lot about the first mover. Like what 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 is it that starts movement or creates the universe? Like if you have everything is a cause and effect, then according to his logic and analysis, there has to it has to start somewhere. Then how does it all start? So the the first causes and the first principles. It's the bigger topic of the metaphysics, so it becomes very abstract, um, and also a part of this. So, in some sense, the the theme of of the the treatise of the metaphysics is to talk about. They put it being as being, uh, <laughs> just like existence, like the the ground dynamics of existence. Um. So, um. Yeah. They also, it has different parts you can read by themselves. Um, two of the most interesting parts in some ways are uh, the ninth book, which is about potentiality and actuality. Uh, and then the twelfth book is also very famous. It's about uh, the first mover, how it all starts, uh, a, a concept of, of uh, a divinity or a god at that time. This is still then 2,500 years ago. Um, but it's also, it's very, uh, it's an abstract concept of, of something that has no size, that starts all movement in the, in, in the world. Uh, it is unmovable, it is eternal, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not a religious concept in that sense. It's just a, a philosophical uh, endpoint if you make a big reasoning line of, of logic. <laughs> so, um, but we will focus on the book nine today in the metaphysics, uh, which is about potentiality and actuality. This is also very useful in your practical life. In this part of his work, he talks in the philosophical sense about, like, a seed has the potential of being a a plant. Like, it's most of it is practical, or the little little person, the little (laughs) child, will be an adult, so... Like there's a potential, and then with time, it becomes the actuality. Uh, But you can also use it in a more uh, practical sense for your everyday life as well. Just getting some conscious thought about the whole concept of something that has potential, or something that really is like uh, an actuality or an activity, as these are the words that he's using. Um, So you can think of... um, there's a philosophical question, like if something exists, if if it's not yet there, but there's a potential, (laughs) does something exist as a potential? Uh, Like your own future or like alternative options for your future. Like if there's a potential for it and you can choose it and then it becomes the reality, like does it then exist before it is there (laughs) as just a potential? But where does that exist in some ways? Uh, So, uh, but you can use it to just, uh, appreciate all the opportunities you have in front of you in life as potentials that you can transform into reality in the future. Um, so um, he has also then I just really want to read one part of it about potential because this is it 's back to those parts of his work that are uh, practical but very they are helpful and inspiring and it gives you the, the just the advice of how to do something concrete in your own life, to change your own life and to, to create your own future in something that's positive. So um, the beginning of the section five or the, of, of the ninth book is uh, the, the following. As all potentials are either in it, like the senses, or come by practice, like the power of playing uh, the flute, or by learning, like that of the arts. Uh, those which come by practice or by rational formula we must acquire by previous exercise but this is not necessary with those which are not of this nature and which imply passi- passivity so this is also something to just uh, take into like your own thinking like you can you can look at the potentials for just like your own day like <laughs> do you want to go and do this thing or that thing today and what and make that a reality, and that will also then create new opportunities after that for the next coming days. But then you can also then look at the potential as something you can actually create in itself through either practice, learning like an instrument, um, or practicing the, the instrument, or by learning something new. Some potentials are there always, in the sense that Aristotle uses that, like, the site you can... You can you're born with the ability to see, like technically see, not necessarily interpret <laughs> what you see, but uh, some things is things you can do, like you can walk to that park and, and look at the nice lake <laughs> and some nice trees. But some things you can learn, which will then become potentials in you that you can then, again, transform into further life and, and good things in your own life. So... um that's not exactly, that's not the main focus of his book, but that's something we can take away as a practical uh, help for our own lives. So um, we're going to stop there on uh, this first talk about the metaphysics. It's kind of fitting to put it as the episode 30. We've been through 29, like very broad, different topics so far. Um, but this is a foundational work of, of uh, the Greek philosophy, like the deep of the European culture, and it's also uh, something that's referred to. Like also, uh, all all the thinkers and works have come back to this. And in some sense, since this is the first philosophy, as Aristotle puts it, and there's this search for truth that makes it, you will gravitate down towards these questions. By just by nature, S- and this is the practical part of Aristotle. Since he's not building a like a, a fantasy utopia, he's just describing by logic and by truth, like what uh, he can demonstrate that are truth. He's creating this foundation for thinking and understanding. You know, thinking. So, um, and that's why it stands through time, like two and a half thousand years, because that's partly (laughs) how you can think of the the things that are true will also they will be durable through time okay so we'll stop there and um, hope you enjoyed and got something out of this uh, especially this like potential and creating using potential in your life to create good things and also creating new potentials in your life is uh, something that's very down to earth and and helpful and positive and inspiring for all of us so uh, thank you for listening and uh, hope you have a great day